It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Because it is Mother's Day, uh, very lucky to get his time this afternoon. Former All Black hooker, a man who played more than 100 games for the Blues, James Parson. James, good afternoon, welcome. G'day, Watto. Good to hear from you again, Neil, mate. Yeah, I've been watching you. I've been following your progress in the media, James. Doing a great job, I've got to say, mate. Doing a wonderful job. So, no, lovely, lovely, James. Hey, just on that, how have you... I know that you're sort of forced to give up the game, um, not necessarily, you know, due to sort of medical reasons. How have you found that transition going from being a professional athlete now to having to sort of find your way in the civilian world, if I can use that term? <laughs> oh, mate, I've actually enjoyed it. I thought I'd miss the game a hell of a lot more. Um, than, I, than I do, I suppose. Like, and I'm probably lucky and fortunate enough that I'm still involved, and I think that probably makes it a little bit easier. Jeff, thanks for joining us, mate. I know time is precious today, um, so we really appreciate your time. Uh, let's crack on with it. The Blues. Uh, I, I heard you asking for a few things that you wanted out of the Blues, given their performances they had in Australia. Did, did they necessarily tick all those boxes for you at the weekend? Yeah, I think they did in the collision area. So they gave themselves a platform. They went direct, which, you know, it's a little bit cliched, but to earn the right to go wise. Um, mm. But because they won so many collisions as well, that their offload game came into the into it in, in an element sense. And I don't think we've seen that from the Blues this year. Um, and picking through the middle, offloads through the middle, getting in behind those defences, as you'd know, is... Um, Key and, and the flair and the attacking um, prowess of the team just came came to the forefront. The key will be being able to do that um, probably against another side that will put more pressure on them at the breakdown and, and how they manufacture that similar performance. And that 80-minute performance probably is about, as I spoke to Leon after the game, it was probably 75 minutes. He wasn't too happy with those tries at the end, but outside of that, it was pretty good. Mm. So in terms of what the Blues probably needed to get out of the game, given that they had had moments where they'd switched off, particularly, particularly in that last quarter in Australia. Uh, and even when you think back to the Crusaders game, where their defence was incredible against a side that was pressuring them really hard, was, was that the type of opposition that they needed in terms of, like, with the greatest respect to the Rebels, they, they were really off their game and th- th- they were breaking them open at will, weren't they? Yeah, they were, but I think what they needed was those two tries at the start to like, sort of kick them into gear. I think if they'd just you know, got through it and maybe won by 40, they probably wouldn't have got the spark and the energy into this last sort of quarter of the competition leading to the finals. And it was almost those tries ignited something in them to be more ruthless. And, and you know, the way they scored in that last five minutes for half-time, that's what ruthless is. And, and Leon... When I was in the team yeah, only a year or so ago, he demanded from us, even when we were, he was like, why can't we put teams away? Well, mm. from my point of view, uh, they put they put that team away. And it was probably the first time a Blues side in a long time has put a team away that convincingly. Mm. 
James, you mentioned the approach of being more direct, um, you know, the pick and go, going straight up the middle. We've seen, you know, identified last year with the All Blacks that we've got to get more sort of ball-carrying front rowers, guys that maybe have just a little bit more mobility outside of just the technical side of scrummaging. One guy that stepped up has been offered to Angavasi. Has that been a conscious shift for him? Has somebody said to him, hey, look, offer, if you're wanting longevity in the All Black jersey, you need to bring this element to your game? Because, uh, yeah, I mean, he is the modern-day Steve McDowell in this Blues team at the moment. Yeah, I mean he's he's in the form of his life offer. He's um I don't think anyone's set him down. He's he's really connected to his face and I think that inspires a lot of what he does outside of the game and, and probably means he has a simple approach to his footy and, and it's bringing the best out of him at the moment and obviously leading into a World Cup. He wants that three on his back, um and he's openly said that, so he's doing everything he can to get that. Um again I say again that it it'll be crucial to see players like himself step up I'd imagine they'll probably move on from that performance pretty quickly. Like you said, I think mentally for the majority of the game, they they, they were ruthless. They did put the Rebels away when they had all the... They had their opportunities or the Rebels gave them opportunities, which the Rebels did a lot in that game. So it still does set them up quite nicely um, to, to continue their momentum where do you see the major challenge for them now and getting through to at least finishing top of the ladder to possibly host the home final? Well, I do think the Waratahs will be a challenge away, but it's the Brumbies, isn't it? I think it's. I think they'll probably mm. finish top, um, but it, it, those are the two two games left, and, and I think the pressure test will be how they perform in Canberra. Um, and if they can do a number on them, then they can really go into the finals confident because I think they sort of attacked the first um, you know leg of this competition against all the New Zealand sides is is you know a big big key to them doing well and they sort of fell off the cliff in those first two weeks against the Aussie side um, so if they can put a big performance against the Brumbies I think it will send a message not only to others but probably themselves to give them the confidence that they can take it all the way. Mm. Uh, James, what is it about Eden Park? What is it about the dimensions of that ground that make it such a fortress that allow the Blues to play the brand that we expect from the Blues, to play that open running rugby? We see the Blues at times, they go to North Harbour Stadium. It doesn't quite seem to work out ever there. Uh, we don't see the big scores. What is it about Eden Park? I think it's history. There's a, there's a lot of history there and, and a lot of success where Blues teams have had and it's probably a little bit to do with um, you know what's written on the walls and, and the, the training facility around you know getting blue everywhere, getting people um, back out supporting us. It's not so much outcome focused with this group of players. They're really about um, you know giving back to the community and, and making sure they come along for this this ride because you know I, I can speak from experience. It's been challenging ten to twelve years. So um, you know one of the biggest mindset shifts is about giving back rather than focusing on results and I think you've seen that in terms of the way they play when they come home Chipper what have you made of the other New Zealand teams and their I guess lack of momentum as well in, in the last couple of weeks like the Crusaders clicked into action last night but again with the greatest respect that was against the force but in general dropping the Waratahs game and they haven't been on song. The Chiefs were pretty well outplayed last night. Do, do you see them upping the tempo and being um, better than what they've been, or do you think they're sort of stuck rhythm-wise, both of those sides? 
Oh, I think the Crusaders, um, the biggest thing, you know, they had quite a disruptive week. I thought it was a pretty impressive performance um, in terms of players coming and going, being available, mm. um, and, you know, sort of that late notice. And it's typical Crusaders, um, you know, they, they, they were clinical. And what is a tough place to go and play, as you know, Marshall? So I, I think they'll yeah. find their momentum. And, and as you know, with finals footy, I think both the Chiefs, the Crusaders, they're so set-piece based. Their tight fives are, you know, world-class. And I think that's where the game will be won and lost. Um, so if they can sort of galvanise from that and, and get a few guys back out of the injury ward, um, I, I think it's far too soon to, to ride off those teams. And to be fair, the way the Highlanders fell back the other night, you never know. You know, they, they made that awesome run in uh, 2015 or 2016, I think, um, when they had to play all away games and, and won the title. So they love that backs-against-the-wall mentality. Um, and, and I think that'll bring the best out of them if they can slip into the eight. Just finally, mate, you, you are fresh out of the game, um, and you've been through that awesome period. If you're if you're if you're a Kiwi, hope there's not too many Australians out there listening. We, we've completely <laughs> dominated those Australian sides, and you were part of that. Um, that's not happening now. Where do you see that that momentum has swung? Why, why are the Australian teams now much more competitive? Look, I don't want to put it all on one guy, but I do think it's the Dave Rennie factor in terms of the standards he set with the Wallabies and the expectations around the collision areas, you know, ball carry, breakdown, tackle. If you can disrupt those areas, it disrupts attack. Um, and, and the freedom to play um, is not quite there due to that nature. Um, I also think a lot of the sides have brought line speed pressure. And as we know, it's, it's one of the hardest things. If you can hold your feet, keep your depth and get the ball away, you can probably pick them off. But it's it's, not, it's easier said than done. Um, so I think those are the two areas. The defensive structures have changed and um, the collision areas. Just the ruthless nature has filtered down into the squads from, from the Wallaby leaders, I think. James Parsons, we will let you go. Just quickly, what did you buy, Mum? Uh, I got this Well, actually, my wife bought it. But it was <laughs> That's <laughs> ter- that is terrible, James. No, 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 because then I know she's not going to have to exchange it. So it was just, it was, just, it was an assist. It was a good assist like Richie Moonga gives, you know, David Harvelli in that. Okay, yeah, yeah. But it's a good gift. She's going to be happy. She's very happy. She, and she said it lasted, lasts a long time, you know, the makeup. So she'll always be able to look at it and uh, remind herself that she does have one decent son. I'm not sure about my brother, but uh, she's, she's at least got one. Good, and I thought it was only halfbacks that were cocky. <laughs> you know halfbacks and hookers, mate. Too much to say. Hey, James, lovely having you on the program. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you. It is yeah. deck maintenance isn't fun. Move the furniture and barbecue, sand and prep, paint, seal, or get a low maintenance Trex deck. The only colour fade you'll have to deal with is watching the sunset. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.